Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we analyze and discuss Star Trek III, The Search for Spock, one minute at a time. I'm one of your hosts, Chris LaSalle. And I'm your other host, David Stoker. Hey, Dave. Hey, Chris. Good to be back. It is so good to be back. I am so excited for this new new movie we're going to be watching, even though it's not one of my top three favorites of our, uh, you know, Original crew, but it's still a good movie. All right. Are you uh, well-rested after the hiatus? I am. It's been a busy, busy time, like, just personally. Um, And I'm glad we're, uh, you know, I'm at a point where now we can, you know, we're both at points where we can restart. Yeah, and focus. Yeah. So, wait, this one isn't in your top, not even in your top three? I know we talked about that last season, but... No, this is, uh, this is, so, I think at the end of the season... Um, we were talking about our top six, you know, of the, of the original cast. And I think for me, the, the evens have always been my, my top three, two, four, six. Right. Um, and then, you know, kind of go back and forth between whether three and one are my fourth and then fifth, number five is like, he's last. But I recently on TV actually saw the motion picture and... Uh, it is a stunning movie, and I just, for that alone, just how visually stunning the movie is, I, I gotta give that the four slot and give Search for Spock the fifth spot. Ooh, wait, so for the fifth spot, so that means it's just above, just above Star Trek Five. Yeah. Wow. And it's not that it's a bad movie. It's it, it, same thing with motion pictures. Like I know we we bagged on it last season, and you know, jokingly of course, but I mean it's. Not, there is to me. There is not a bad Star Trek movie. Yeah, I get, well, I, I mean, it's like we're splitting hairs here. We all love. Yeah, it. It's right. not like you know. I'm gonna bag on the Star Star Wars minute guys, but it's not like Attack of the Clones. No, it is not that. Yeah, it's not. You don't cringe watching this one, right? Yeah, agreed. Um, I forget where it falls in in my list. I think I think it's my my list is very fluid. It really depends on. I think what I've watched most recently, which what's freshest in my memory. Um, so yeah, I don't even know where to place this one, but I don't think I'd put it that far down. I think I'd probably put it fourth. Yeah. I mean, I think I flip flop, you know, and probably as we go through this and, you know, when I review, we were, I think it's whenever you watch it really to be like, Oh yeah, that, that had some great moments in it. You know, Oh, this was really good. And yeah, I'm going to have to... It's just because motion picture was fresh. I mean, it was only two weeks ago that I watched it, so I was like, oh my god, that's... Some of those scenes are just so visually fantastic that I... You know, how could I not choose that one as number four? Right. All right, well, why don't we dive into this movie? So, Search for Spock, minute number one, starts with the tried and trusted Paramount logo. Yep. And ends a minute later with Spock saying... Live long and prosper. And I got to say, like, I love, love what they have done to intro this minute. I mean, we've seen a million movies where they do the recap. You know, Mm -hmm. this is what happened in the previous installment or, you know, I I don't, 
there's something about watching this small little, you know, almost sepia blue, uh, you know, you know, uh, mono blue, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, screen, and then it slowly starts to get bigger as this minute goes on, and just you know, as we're watching the the painful, you know, last moments between Kirk and Spock, and I'm you know, Marty getting chills just even talking about it. But you know, it's it, I, I just really love it, and you know, even um, you know, I'm going to jump to the next minute. I mean, even when it gets bigger, and then the next minute, uh, it just it's such a great way to start this movie. I don't know if I'm going to agree with you on it. Really, I, I, I I've always found it. I'll tell you what I think of the very first thing I think of every time I see it is that I'm am I supposed to think that I'm watching TV? You know, are they like I felt like they're trying to make some kind of statement of, uh, remember, you know, this is what Wrath of Khan looked like. Wait till you see what Search for Spock looks like. You know, they're kind of like giving you that fake out of, you know, it looked, it, which it didn't, right? They were only made a couple yeah. of years apart. Yeah. Um, but I always get that. And I, I don't think that's what they were going for. I just think that's, that's what it makes me think. I'm like, oh, I'm watching the crummy TV version of Wrath of Khan and it's slowly expanding out and I'm going to see the awesome colors and visuals of search for Spock. Oh, so I, I find it yeah. distracting a little bit. Really? Uh, hmm. Yeah. I, and, d- I don't at all. I actually, I find it much more impactful. It's very, it, it almost draws me in more. It's like, oh, I'm rewatching that most, you know, powerful of scenes in the previous movie. And, you know, this is the last moments of, you know, Spock. And it, it starts out like this small little speech and gets to be this big, moment in you know obviously we'll see more in the next minute but it just becomes this you know big thing so you wouldn't have like say so this is you know obviously there's like all current all kinds of the the filmmakers are trying to you know catch us up so we know so right. harv bennett is the producer um uh jumping in a little bit leonard nimoy is directing yep. uh my my understanding is that this was this was harv bennett's idea of how to get you know people kind of caught up if they hadn't seen wrath of Khan. so this is kind of the you know previously on um, well, obviously, if you're if you're here, you want to, and you hadn't seen the previous one, and you're like, search for Spock. Well, what does that mean? Like, they definitely right. want to get you caught up to the the moment of right. why you're searching for Spock, and that's obviously because he's you know he's dead, and you know, would but, you have would you have preferred just a uh, captain's log, and no, where kind don't. of retold that? Hey, I just lost my best friend, and I I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, you know, I don't necessarily want it like in words or in, you know, someone speaking. I feel like this visual, this visualization is a great way to tell the the recap because I feel like, um, I, I don't know. I just feel like this is a good way to retell it because I feel like there's, there are other ways to do it. There's the captain's log. There's just sort of like, you know, uh, you know, uh, a crawl. I don't want to say like Star Wars, but like <laughs> some sort of crawl. Right. Um, what would that look like? Yeah, no. Spock is dead. Would it be that blunt right in your face? Yeah, I know, really. Um, but I just feel like this is such a unique way. Hmm. All right, you're you're kind of convincing me. I'm almost there. Um, I will but say I can, one thing. But I can. Oh no, I was just going to say I can definitely see why one would not like it. Like, I can definitely see how you get the, oh, I'm watching, like, a little TV, and it makes me think of, um, I think it was the special editions of Star Wars, when they're like, the only way you could watch Star Wars was on your TV. That's what, 
there it is. That's what I was. That's and you know now and then like the X wing comes in and it like blows the TV up and you suddenly see the big space battle and it's like oh my god that's awesome. You know, I I can see how you get that, but I don't. I don't get that. And I think for me, this has always been a, a, a great moment in the movie. And so I'm immediately like, whew, I'm, I'm back. Like I was saying, like even when we're talking about it and I'm watching it on loop, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting chills just watching it. Well, you nailed it. You did tap into where that, that, that was in my subconscious was the, was the VHS commercials or whatever that Star Wars commercial was. That's what was in my head. That's what this reminds me of. Um, but I will, so I, I will give you one thing, one thing I, uh, I'll see if you like this. So this is obviously it's a, it's an edit, right? Of mm. the scene. Yep. Um, and uh, to the point where, um, where Spock says, I have been, and we shall be your friend. Yep. Um, and then uh, he grunts, which the grunt is like, I'm like, I don't remember him grunting like that. <laughs> The original. I'm gonna have to go back and look, but all of the all of that when as he's saying all that, the camera it's the camera is behind Spock, and so when Spock is you know having that final slumping down, so you right, can't yeah. see him, you can't see him speak any of those words. Yeah, but I do like that, even though I I know the scene like the back of my hand, so I know it's different. I thought it yeah. was I thought that was a creative way of without having to you know rehash the entire scene. That was a right. clever way of 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 uh. Uh, remixing the scene so yeah um, so this movie you know let's let's talk about the movie itself a little bit and sure. um, the movie came out June 1st 1984 so June 1st 1984 we still don't know each other right I don't think so I don't we think met, we know each we other met yet. in September of 1984 yes so, so we did not see this one together this will be the, the last movie that we the last Star Trek, last, last Star Trek movie. Yes. <laughs> Continue, please. No, what I was just going to say, like this was a big, um, this was a big year for movies. Like sure. I know, I know when we talked about Wrath of Khan and all the great movies that came out. Um, so I was doing some research on like what came out in 1984 and. You know, where does this rank on people's list? And I was actually looking at IMDb to see where, you know, for 1984, how popular was Star Trek Three? Okay. And I was surprised to find out it is number 41. What? In the On their most popular list of releases of 1984. How many movies came out in 1984? 42. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know, but I'm, I was surprised at how at how far down the list it was. But when you listen to some of the movies and how they now are such, um, I don't want to say iconic, but they're, they're such good classic movies. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, ah, Gremlins, yeah. yep. uh, Ghostbusters, yep. Beverly Hills Cop, Doom, oh, Karate Kid, Footloose, Terminator, Red Dawn, Revenge of the Nerds. I mean, even movies like Purple Rain, Last Starfighter, Neverending Story, This Is Spinal Tap. I mean, there were a lot of really good. I mean, that's just a, you know, a tidbit of like the top few movies in the list. But I mean, you can see like I can almost feel like hmm, maybe like maybe with with that list just starting, there right. were a lot of really good. You know, Amadeus came out in 1984. I mean, there were there were a lot of really good movies that year. We must have spent like every day that summer in the movie theater seeing something because i saw that whole list you just rattled off i saw i think all of that um 
I mean, there were a couple, like, I, I don't think I remember, I remember seeing Revenge of the Nerds on VHS, and I remember seeing Spinal Tap on VHS, but I don't remember seeing, uh, but I remember seeing, like, Temple of Doom, Gremlins, Ghostbusters, um, all in the minute format, by the way, so go <laughs> go give them all a listen, as well as, uh, this is Spinal Tap, so give them all, all a good listen. Yeah, I think I was, that's the list I pulled together, was, was our, was our, from the Movies by Minutes family, right? Yeah. Ghostbusters. Indiana Jones, Gremlins, Spinal Tap, and Never Ending Story. That one was on the list as well, right? Yep. Oh yeah, Never Ending Story. They're they're starting soon, I believe, or if they haven't already started by the time so this, I, this airs. Right, and I assume the the rest of the list that you rattled off will be joining. Oh, then <laughs> the plus it was the Terminator guys. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. That's I forgot, sorry, yep. I forgot all about them. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. Yep. Two minute Terminator. Yep. Um. Yeah. Pretty pretty uh, strong, ha- but uh, I still have buying it. Number forty-one most popular. Yeah, most popular release of nineteen eighty-four. Now, obviously, it's not scientific, and it's just one website that I went to. But I, you know, I looked up Rotten Tomatoes to see, you know, how well it was. You know, was it critically panned or was it, you know, it was it, so Rotten Tomatoes got a, gave it a seventy-nine percent, you know, from critics, but fans only gave it a sixty-one. Well, it is. There's that's we're probably going to see that, right? That's yeah. the one. It's the odd one, right? It's, um, you know, iTunes, you know, gave it a, I think it had four stars on iTunes. So yeah. iTunes has been around for a long time, you know, uh, iTunes. Uh, yeah. So, um, so I had, so the research I did, I did not, I am appalled at the number 41, but it did decently in its, in, uh, in gross receipts. Uh, it was number nine. Oh, wow. Uh, pulled in, uh, almost 76 and a half million dollars gross. Um, but it got trounced. I think the number one movie, of course, I don't have it in front of me now. I think it was Ghostbusters, wasn't it? It pulled in like I think so, 250 yeah. million or something. It was some ridiculous number. Yeah. Um, so yeah, stiff competition in 1984. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I can see how it did as well as it did based on where we left off the last movie. Because everyone sure. was like, oh, I want to see what happens to Spock. Like just in the curiosity factor. Right. Do Do you think the uh, they should have named it differently? No, because I feel like they probably would not have gotten as many people in if they named it, you know, something different. If it wasn't about if Spock was not in the name. Really? So you think if it was Return to Genesis, or um, I think that was one of the one of the alternate titles, just wouldn't have had the same draw. Yeah, I don't think it would have the same draw because people would have been like, "Yeah." As good as, as as good as Rathacon was. Sure. I, I think the hook into Spock was the was the big carryover. Yeah, I know it's just what it's. I think it's a catch twenty two though, right? Because you, you know, just putting it in the title, bit of a spoiler, right? Yep. Um, although I suppose it could have been you know ballsy and just said, "Yep, search, 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 search," and they get to the end and, oh my God, we didn't find him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that that would have been pretty ballsy. <laughs> you mean like uh, um, the Force Awakens? Where's Aww. Luke? Where's Luke? Where's Luke? Where's Luke? And then at the last second, you don't even get a word out of him. <laughs> but at least you saw him. That's true. We could have ended this one just. We could have ended. Oh, that would have been that would have been the ballsy move, right? They spend all this time, all this adventure, trying to get back to Genesis. They know they've got to. You know, we got to find Spock. We, you know, all the other leave all the other plot elements in place, right? Um, but have it end with uh, they get to Genesis and. You only see the photon tube at the end, just like at the end of Rathacon. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, come on. Um, but yes, clearly we've been uh, 
tainted by modern day films. Oh yeah, definitely. This is 1984. Um, some things to talk about in these early minutes where we got a lot of recap. Um, uh, I want to talk about the comic book adaptation, um, which was written by Mike W. Barr and part of a, a DC Comics. Um, and I also want to talk about the novelization, which was um, done by Vonda McIntyre, same same uh, same author who did uh, the Wrath of Khan novelization, and and, uh, and I think she did Voyage Home as well. Um, so I just want to. I think we've got some. There's some good stuff to chew on there, uh, comparing comparing the comic and the and novelization to the film, um, especially the beginning of the film, yeah. uh, because um, in the comic adaptation, the comic actually starts with the USS Grissom reaching Genesis and Savik and David starting the scan of the planet. Right. Uh, that's how it opens, um, and it kind of it it. Their scene closes when they find the photon tube and signal Starfleet, and then it cuts to Kirk's captain's log, which is where this film really picks up. Um, so it's an interesting dramatic choice, and uh, I don't want to I don't want to dive into it too deep just because we haven't gotten to that minute, those minutes yet anyway. But it was just an interesting, um, interesting way of slicing it and presenting it, and we'll talk about the novelization over the next few, uh, few minutes because there's a lot of other stuff going on in there as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is all I've got for minute one, my friend. How about you? I'm good. I'm good to go. All right. Well, cool. Well, uh, welcome back to you. And uh, Yes, likewise. I am yeah. very much looking forward to this. It's good awesome. to be back. And, and like you said, you still haven't you haven't watched it, right? You haven't watched it since the last time. When was the last it? time you saw it? Oh, it's got to be years. Years? Whoa. So this one's okay. going to be hard for me to remember um, stuff. Most of them I've, I've watched, you know, like... Uh, you know, four I've watched recently, and I say recently, like within the last year, motion picture within the last, you know, couple of weeks. So I remember those are a little more fresh. This one, not so much. Okay. Um, all right. Cool. All right. Well, let's wrap things up then. Um, uh, we, uh, since we're back um, uh, participating in the Movies by Minutes families again, uh, we do want to give a shout out and a thank you to uh, Pete the Retailer and Alex Robinson over at the Star Wars Minute. They're the guys that started this whole thing and uh, has turned into quite a bit of a phenomenon over the last, I don't know, year yeah, since, or two. Yeah, since we finished, there's been a lot of minutes um, yeah. since we we started and finished the last, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're coming out of the woodwork. Out of the woodwork. There's like one, almost one every week, um, which is pretty awesome because it's, I mean, there's, I mean, I have... The Star Trek films are not my own, you know, not not the sum total of my favorite movies. I have other favorite movies. So oh it's yeah, definitely. Fun to see. Yeah. It's 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 cool to have now have a have a choice of oh yeah, that's I love that film. I listen to the to the minutes. Yeah, there's um, been there's been a lot of good movies where we have been blessed to guest on them, such as you know Princess Bride and uh, Temple of Doom, uh, The Fifth Element. You know, have all been you know great. Uh, Lord of the Rings. We were on uh, Fellowship of the Minute. You know that Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Yeah, and they just finished. They just finished their last movie. So kudos to them for, uh, you know, finishing on you know the third third movie. Yeah, they got through a whole trilogy. Yep. We got to get on the stick, man. Yeah. But on that note, let's get back together on Wednesday. <laughs> Fantastic.
All right, folks, you can find us online and continue the discussion about this minute uh, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, we're Star Trek Minute on all those. You can send us an old-fashioned email at podcast at StarTrekMinute.com. And we are going to be back here again on Wednesday with minute number two of Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, here at Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Bye.